Okay, let's get into Parsha Shoftim, Tafshin Ayin Dalid, as we are back in Eretz Yisrael, back in Beit Shemesh for the Parsha Shir, and we start off with Parsha Shoftim, uh, Rosh Chodesh Elul, hopefully we'll touch on Elul once or twice during this year, as we start our seventh cycle, our seventh cycle, I don't know if you could consider this a start, really after Sukkot will be the uh, the beginning of the cycle of uh of but at least we're uh, another season. Chodesh Elo now. We have a couple of shiurim before Rosh Hashanah. So Parsha Shoftim, Tavshem Ayin Dalid. Shoftim is jam packed. We start off with Perak Tezayin, Pazach of Beis, third Pazach in the <coughs> Torah, the, the, uh, in the Parsha. Says the Parsha. So Sita Lecha Asherah Kol Eitz, Eitz Al Mizbach Hashem Alokech Asher Taaselach. Do not plant an Asherah tree next to the Mizbeach. That we spoke about in past years for the Meshachachma, not for this year. Do not build a matseva, a type of structure that Hashem hates. Don't build matsevas. Interesting that it doesn't say this so often by Averos. Don't do this because Hashem hates it. Don't build a matseva. Hashem hates it. Based on that, that seems to be the problem why Chazal jump in this Pasuk and say, what do you mean Hashem hates it? Hashem hates all Averos. Why does Hashem hate this Avera? Says Rashi. Asher Sonei, Mizbeach Avanim u Mizbeach Adama Tzivalasos. The stone Mizbeach, the Mizbeach out of Adama inside, Hashem told you to make those. That's a mitzvah. Vedzu, the Matseva, which is a large stone, and that's it, that Hashem hates. Why? Kichok because that is what the nations that lived in Eretz Canaan before Eretz Yisrael came in, that is what they, they do. The Afalpi Shahisa Ahuvalobi Meha Avos. And even though, says Rashi, that this was an acceptable way of serving Hashem, Bimeha Avos, Avram Yisak and Yaakov, much before the times of Eretz Canaan. Achshav Sna'a. But now Hashem changed his mind, so to speak. Right? Now he hates it. Since they took this avoda, so now it's off limits for us. So that's the emphasis of Asher Sane Hashem Alokacha. Hashem hates it. Ramosha Feinstein. Ramosha has two thoughts on Matzeva. One we did a couple of years ago. Now we do the other one. Says Ramosha after quoting the Rashi. Third line. The Lachora Tamua. Why? What difference does it make that they do it? We did it first. And if we served Hashem first on a matzeva, that's it. It's a kosher way of serving Hashem. Just because they started copying us, all of a sudden it becomes off limits for us to serve Hashem in this way? Why is that? What if they start leaning every, every, every uh, Monday and Thursday from, uh, from the Old Testament that we're not going to be able to uh, have Kriyat uh, Torah anymore? If they start shaking a lulav, we can't shake a lulav anymore, it's a mitzvah. So if this is a mitzvah, this is an Avera. We know mitzvahs and Averas are eternal. So what happened here? Just because, you know, this was uh, Ahuva. It wasn't a mitzvah yet, right? It was Ahuva beforehand. So why all of a sudden does it change? They also make altars. They also give sacrifices. And yet, that's not off limits. Venera says, Ramosha, there's something deeper here. It's a deeper idea about what a matseva is. What a matseva is. And what it symbolizes, and how that changed from before Matan Torah to now. Venera line seven. Sha'akavana. 
Sha'achar matan Torah, Tzarech ha'adam leilech, ma'ala ma'ala ba'torah u'bemitzvahs, be'echus u'bekamus. Says Rav Moshe, life is a lifelong journey of striving to go higher and higher, and to pile on the mitzvahs, and to pile on the chesed, and to pile on the Torah. That's what life's about. More and more and more. V'afim chayak farshivim shonavayat tzadik. And even if somebody's already 70 years old and they already look, look back at their lives and give themselves a little pat on the back. Look what I've accomplished. Look what I've done. I'm pretty good. I'm doing okay. And the bad, the scale is weighted. Baruch Hashem. And my scale is so weighted. Even if I don't do any more mitzvahs. And I even had a couple of Averos, you know what? I'm still going to win. I'm still going to win. I still, I still, I'm at that stage. One might have the mistaken perspective of, I'm good. That's enough. I have more mitzvos. Says Rav Moshe, based on a Pasuk in Yechezkel, says, that's not true. You don't just go by, oh, at the end of one's life, oh, more mitzvos than Averos, good. Zacha, no, Be'emes Enokin, skip down to line 18. To rov z'chuyos nechshav, rach v'misha kal yomav ad shemis, ratza lasos masen tovim, ach shechata, zehu tzadik. What's a tzadik? Somebody who has more mitzvos and tried to do as many mitzvos as possible. All the way until the end, until 120. But, you know, we sinned here and there along. If one decides, if some, one decides that, you know what, I have had enough now. I'm where I am. Then he starts losing. The attitude of, I'm good where I am, that's Matseva. The Isra of Matseva, what is it? The Isra Matseva to whom may Evan Achas. It's one stone, it doesn't move, it stays where it is. Sha'omeid Vilamosev Klum Zachuyos. Right, that's the lowest level of creations, as we know from the Kuzari, the domain, the inanimate objects. It's just a rock, it's a stone, it doesn't move. It's not like a tree which grows, it's not like an animal which moves, it's not like a person which has intellect and talks. It's the lowest, it's a domain, it's just there. Nothing happens to it. So that is something that we cannot have now. And that's why it's usr, lo sakim lachat, you want to serve Hashem, but not in the derech of matseva. Don't serve Hashem as a, as a rock of, okay, I'm, I'm finished. There's a time that we're finished. No. Avokodem matan Torah. But now, says Ramosha, let me explain the chazal. Before matan Torah, it wasn't like this. Because remember, before matan Torah, it was all voluntary. When it's all voluntary, is there a need to keep going until the last minute? Even if somebody decides the last, they're, they're going to volunteer for 10 years, and for 9 years they do a lot of volunteering, the last year they don't volunteer, what, the first 9 years are nothing? Can't ruin it. It was all voluntary. So before Maimon Harsinai, there was nothing wrong with Matseva. With that attitude of, as long as I have more Zechuyos, I'm safe, I'm good. Avalachar Matan Torah. But if I have the attitude after Matan Torah of satiation in spirituality, so that's something that, that we, don't, uh, we don't look kindly towards. And that's where Moshe, When we feel that we've had enough and we feel like this is what I am, 
Right? They quote, we've quoted this in the past, but in the name of the Chazonish, that one of the more dangerous attitudes in, in Yadus is a Benoni Beshita. Not exactly the same idea, but somebody who's a Benoni on principle. I'm not going to try harder, you know, this is who I am. Kodesh Baruch likes me for who I am. I don't have to strive more. I'm good where I am. Not exactly the same idea, but it's similar. Someone who plateaus. Someone who thinks that that's, this, is, this is where I have to go, and at the end of the game of life, you know, I'll still have more zechuyos than, than uh, chovos. That's not what is acceptable, says your Moshe. Okay. Moving right along. Paragizayin, now we have Shani. We have the Parsha of the Melech. Parsha of the Melech. A lot to talk about here regarding the Melech. We will uh, have two ideas. Two ideas related to the Melech. One is not re- one is a mitzvah that's counted by the Monia mitzvos in the Parsha of a Melech, but not really about a Melech. We discussed this a couple of years ago, Parsha's Masse. So it's not the same Parsha, but uh, now we'll do it here because the Pasuk is found here in, in Shoftim. So, Kisavol Haaretz, when you come to the land that Hashem gave you, V'yishta, V'yashavta ba, V'yamarta, Asiba, Lai Melech, G'chalagayim, Asher, Svivosai. And you will say, I want a king. Is a king a good thing? Why was Shmuel Hanavi so upset when they asked, isn't it a mitzvah? That's not for now. Place upon yourselves a melech, but the melech has rules. The melech has certain elastic powers that are listed in Sefer Shmuel. Shmuel Hanavi tells Am Yisrael all about those powers, discussed in the uh, Mesechah Sanhedrin. But he also has limits. Three limits. What's the first limit? Pasik Tez Zion. Rock lo yarbe lo susim. He cannot have too many horses. Not too many horses. How much is he allowed to have? Enough for his chariots, enough for certain needs. But whatever the number is, he can't have too many. Why? The lo yashiv es ha'am mitzrayma, l'ma'an harbosus, so that he will not return the nation to Mitzrayim in order to gain horses. The greatest horses are those Egyptian horses. So, if the king wants to have a lot of horses, more and more he's going to end up going back to Mitzrayim to get the horses. And he shouldn't do that. Why? Don't go back on this path again. Don't go back to Mitzrayim. So this is counted by all the Monia Mitzvos as an Isser Daraisa to live in Egypt. Isser Daraisa, says the Rambam. Source number two. Hilchiz Malachim. A Jew can live anywhere in the world. Wherever a Jew wants to live. Maybe not on Harabayas, okay? But other than the Makkam uh, of the Beis HaMikdash, a Jew can live anywhere in the world. Except for Egypt. can live anywhere in the world, but not in Egypt. In Eretz Yisrael, obviously, it's special and unique, but not in Egypt. It describes uh, Eretz, describes Eretz Mitzrayim, to live there. And then the Rambam says, Three places the Torah tells us not to return to Mitzrayim. Let's skip that for now. We'll come back to that part of the soon. But then the Rambam says in Halacha Ches, You can go for business. To go for business, if you go temporarily, it's okay. You just can't go there to be mishtakeya, literally, to sink in. 
to sink in there. You can't sink into Mitzrayim. But to go there temporarily is okay. This is the Rampa. Learned out from this Pasuk. Right, the first, the first uh, one that the Rambam quotes, Loto, back on the first wide line, Loto Sifun Lashuv Baderach Hazeod. Right, you cannot go back, you can't go back uh, to Mitzrayim. So the famous question is, this is the Rambam talking. The Rambam lived in Mitzrayim. Right, there's one letter, there are many letters of the Rambam, there's one famous letter where he writes, um, the Rambam was violating three Averis every day. Right, these three, these three love him. It's one Averis written three times in the Torah. But most of the letters, most of the time the Rambam signed his name, he didn't say that. But in any case, he's the Rambam. If he thought it was an Avera, what, it was Pikuach Nefesh. He had to stay there because the, uh, the, uh, the kings and the princes he used to work for would have killed him for so many years. It was Pikuach Nefesh. Very difficult to suggest that. So the Rishonim are bothered. The Radvaz, one of the great commentaries of the Rambam, is bothered. By the way, he also lived in Mitzrayim before he came to, to Eretz Yisrael. So the Radvaz has a kash on himself. What am I doing here? And he has a kasha on the Rambam. And the kasha of Ravad Yosef lived in, lived in Mitzrayim for a number of years. Throughout the generations, they've been great, great uh, Jewish leaders in Egypt. Right? We know in the Gemara. The Gemara tells the story about this, the shul in Alexandria. Thousands of people. You couldn't even hear the chazan. They had flags wa- uh, to, to wave to let everybody know what they were up to. That was Alexandria. That's in Mitzrayim. So how were there these communities? That's the Radvaz's question. V'yim Tomar, first line in the Radvaz... Alma some chulish come to Mitzrayim. So what's the what's the heter? Yesh bishakasav shelo asra Torah ella bederach hazeh. One approach is to look closely at the pasuk in our parsha. What does our pasuk say? Don't have too many horses, because Hashem said, don't go down this path. Lo sosifin lashuv baderach hazeh. Oat. What is this path? The exact way that we came to Eretz Yisrael. From Mitzrayim, that path to retrace our steps, all the 42 Masaos, that's what's us. Don't go down this path, because it's kind of an uprooting, kind of a contradicting what HaKadosh Baruch Hu did. He took you out, and you're going back in. But it would only be Baderach Hazeot. That's one idea. Kloma Eretz Yisrael Mitzrayim. Aval, or you might even, not even the 42 Masos, or just from Eretz Yisrael to Mitzrayim. But if you go somewhere else first, and then go to Mitzrayim, then it's not a problem. So that's the first suggestion, the Radvaz doesn't like it. Find the Pasuk here, says that. But the other ones don't see Egypt, period. Michael Omeymar, the Yeshli Tam. So a second suggestion, says the Radvaz. The only issue is to go down there, and as the Ramam ends off, getting sunk there and being permanently there. But if it was just temporarily kavana, then it's okay. Says the Radvaz, many of the people in Mitzrayim, in the communities, they didn't go down there to stay there. They went temporarily. Then they got stuck. How many communities in Gullis did this happen to? It's not the same level of Isser, of going to Mitzrayim to live there. Okay, maybe it's a low level of. Okay, he's throwing up his hands, he's trying, he's trying to come up with a suggestion. 
Number two. And then he says, finally, but what about the Rambam? What about the Rambam? The Rambam went there to be the doctor there. Says where it's underlined. He was there for many years. Doesn't say, but he was in a difficult situation out of his control. That's what the Radvaz says. And then he adds, I was also there for a while. Lil Motora, Ula Lamda, to learn, to teach. The Kavati Sham Yeshiva, the Chiyagavna Mutter, if it's for a purpose, just like you're allowed to leave Eretz Yisrael, to get married, to learn Torah, Parnassah reasons, but then he ends off, the Bati Yerushalayim. But now I'm back. Now I'm back, says the Radvaz. This is one halachic issue learned out from our Pasuk, from our Pasuk of the Isser of Yeshiva, of living in Egypt. But then there's another idea. Another idea that is mentioned on the Pasuk from the Nitziv. Let's look back at the Pasuk for a minute. What does the Pasuk say? You can't have too many horses. The king has to kid have too many horses so he does not bring the people back to Mitzrayim. And then, fascinating, this does not happen often in the Torah. The Torah quotes the Torah. This is Moshe Rabbeinu talking. Moshe says, telling them the laws of the king. Don't have too many horses because you can end up going back to Egypt and Hashem told you. Hashem said, don't go back. Where did Hashem say that? Not the only time, but one of the only times in the Torah that the Torah quotes the Torah. Hashem, Moshe Rabbeinu here is quoting Hashem from Sefer Shmos. Where in Sefer Shmos? Where in Sefer Shmos? Moshe is saying, Hashem told you already. Where in the early in the Torah does it say it? So it says that it's Siv. says that it's Siv, quoting the, Rishad, the Ebenezer says it already. But the Siv quotes the Ebenezer and expands upon it. Kfar Pirshu, source number four. Kfar Pirshu are Rishonim. Shehu HaMikrash Vaparshas B'Shalach. In Parshas B'Shalach, where Hashem says, keep traveling, go into the Yabsuf, and don't worry about it. Lo Tosifu Osam Od Adolam. You see them today, you're never going to see them again. So you read that Pasuk. That's the Pasuk, says the Nesiv, says the Eben Ezra, that it's referring to. And that's what the Rambam quotes, that this Pasuk in B'Shalach is also an Azhara, a formulation of the Isser. Begimah Mochomos Hizra Kodesh Barachu says that it's a wait a minute. We all know Parshas B'Shalach. Hashem's not telling them an Isser there. What's Hashem doing there? He's giving them a pep talk. They're scared. They're at the Yamsuf. Mitzrayim is here. The Yamsuf is there. Nowhere to go. Hashem says, don't worry. Don't worry. It's going to be good. You see Mitzrayim today. There's going to be Kriyas Yamsuf. It's going to be amazing. Lotosif and the Rosh Hashanah. That's an Avera. That's a warning that we're never allowed to return to Egypt. Look back at the Rabbah. The Rabbah quotes that. It's one of the three places in the Torah where it says, this is her. See the Rambam now? Back on source line number two. He's quoting Bishalach. Is that an Avera? Says the Nitziv, unbelievable. You know how we know that's an Avera? Because of our Pasuk. Moshe Rabbeinu quotes Hashem earlier. Earlier, it was not meant on the surface as an Isser, as a Losase. But says the Nitziv, this is an example of HaKadosh Baruch Hu's words having more than one meaning. And with only the Pasuk and B'Shalach, we wouldn't have thought otherwise. We would have thought that was just part of the story. Comes along the Pasuk and Parsha Shoftim and says the Nitziv, it's Megala. It reveals to us that the Pasuk and B'Shalach has a deeper meaning too. 
And three times in the Torah, there's an Azhar not to go back to Mitzrayim, not just once in Shoftim. Hashem told you, Hashem Amr Lachem. Let's read the words of the Nesif. Line 8. Rakli Madnu Moshe Rabbeinu B'Shem Hashem Sheyesh Ba'oso Amikra Kavanashnia. Moshe teaches us that there is a second level of interpretation in that Pasik. Shuas Haragamkin, which is also a warning. If that was the Pshat, if we would have understood the Pasik in Bashalach as an Avera by itself, we wouldn't have to quote it again in Parsha Shoftim. Moshe wouldn't have to self plagiarize himself. Right? He wrote the Torah earlier, and now he's repeating it. But it's just that in Bishalach we wouldn't have understood this as an Avera. We would just understand this as a story of Hashem giving Chizik to Am Yisrael. Don't worry, you're never going to see them again. We wouldn't understand it as, don't go back there. That's why the Torah has to teach us here, classic Nitziv, taking a Pasuk that doesn't seem so significant and so defining and says there's a secret nugget here. He says, from here we see, Sheyesh Bidvar Hashem Kavanas Shonos. There are many levels of Kavanas in every Pasuk in the Torah. Levad Besides what appears, what appears in the story. And he gives an example even of, you have this not only in the Torah Shabbat, you have this in Torah Shabbat, he gives an example from Perkiavos, where Hillel has a line in the first parak of the Ishtamish Betaga Chalaf, and only later on, Rabbi Tzadok in the fourth parak modifies Hillel in the first parak, and now we understand Hillel having a deeper meaning. Not going to go through that right now, but there you have it. The Nitziv gives another example of of that. But now skip down line six. Right, it's saying it again, saying it again. Don't see it again. And I gave you also the footnotes from Rabbi Cooperman in source number five. Uh, that points this out as as well. See number one forty four in the bottom. It's the only time in the Torah where Moshe quotes Hashem beferish. Hashem already told you dot dot dot, which itself makes it significant. Either way, this is a defining pasuk that we have right here. Okay, that's about yeshiva in Mitzrayim, which is hidden away in the parsha of the Melech. But now let's get into one of the halachas of the parsha of the Melech. As we know, the Melech has three surim of not to have too many of, too much of. Number one, not too many horses. Lo yarbalo susim. Number two, lo yarbalo nashim. Not too many women, wives. Lo yasulavavo. And number three, the kasev isav lo yarbalo maod. And he can't have too much money. Too much money, too much, too many horses, and too many wives. And as we know, Chazal tell us that Shlomo Melech said, "Don't worry about it. I'm good. I'm okay." I could have many wives, and I'm not going to sin. I could have uh, a lot of money, and we know he was not successful. He was not successful, and he sinned. Shlomo Melech was not one of the personalities who did, was not chote. And there's a medrash. There's a medrash on the Pasuk. Look for a moment, the next page. Look at the beginning of source number seven, then we'll go back to source number six. The medrash tells us, back in Shmos, Ba'osa Sha'ah, Sheshlomo Hir Benashim, at that moment, when Shlomo HaMelech had many wives, also Yud Shebiyarbe, the Yud of the word Lo Yarbe, Lo Yarbe Lo Nashim, Lo Yarbe Lo Susim, the Yud of Yarbe went to cry to Hashem, finished Tatchel Vrechadish Baruchu, 
and went in front of Hashem, Bamar and said, Rabbono Olamim, master of the universe. Lo Marta, didn't you say, Ain os olam. There's never going to be a letter, the Torah is eternal. There's never going to be a letter, a mitzvah that will be forsaken and will come to an end. Look what Shlomo Melech is doing. I'm finished. He's violating all the Averis. Lo yarba this, lo yarba that, lo yarba, and he's violating all of them. I'm being, I'm being mevutal, I'm being nullified. Says the Yud, it's not fair. Shema yom yevatel achas. Maybe today it will be mevatel me. Ulamachar acheret, that's a I'll call it a rakula. Today it will be me, tomorrow it will be another mitzvah, then it will be another mitzvah, and soon the whole Torah will be null and void. Amr lo akadosh baruchu, Hashem answers the Yud. The Yud had a lot of conversations with Hashem. We know by Yehoshua with Sarai and yeah, Yud had a lot of conversations. You think he's the smallest letter, but he's got a he hold, he can hold his own that Yud. Shlomo ve'elif kayotsebo yiyu betelin v'kutso mimcha inim avatel. Let Shlomo and a thousand like him violate the Torah's eternal. Even the coats, the coats is the tiny tip of the Yud will never be nullified. Will never be mevuta. That's the medrash. That's the medrash in Shmos, in Perak Vav of, of Shmos Rab. Two questions on the Medrash. We'll deal with each one separately. Number one, what does it mean that the mitzvah is going to be mevutal? What do you mean? What, whenever anybody does an Avera, does the letters of that mitzvah go up to Hashem and complain about it? All of a sudden, by lo yarba lo nashim, lo yarba lo susim, the yud of Yarbe goes up and says, oh Hashem, it's not fair. Yeah, what about the Isra of Loselech Rachil Bamecha, the Isra of Lashon Hara? Does the Lamid of the Loselech go up to Hashem? Oh, everybody's speaking Lashon Hara. It's terrible. Right? Every Avera. Lo Signov. Does the Gimel go up to Hashem? Right? The Isra of Ona'a, Lo Sonu. Parenthetically, the, uh, I think I mentioned this in the past, Rav Palm writes in his Svarim that it's amazing, we all have Lashon Hara, hopefully, on our, on our minds. Right? We all have, obviously, hopefully, if we have it in our minds, hopefully we have to translate it into action. Alashin Hara, Shmiras Alashin campaigns, and Chafetz Chaim, and Shmiras, and Chafetz Chaim Heritage Foundation. Alashin Hara, Alashin Hara, Alashin Hara, we're all in, and it's great and wonderful and amazing. But says Rav Palm, there's another Avera that's just as common that we don't focus on. It doesn't get as much press, and that's Ona'a. This Rav insulting. The answer of, of, of saying something hurtful. Says that's, he says, there's no Svarim about that. Right? We need an, an Ona'a foundation. Right, does the Shmiras Allah, not the opposite. We need a Shmiras Ona'a foundation. He says, oh no, and we, we have to be careful. We're so careful about it. Just as careful as Palashinar. End the parentheses. Back to the question. So why is it only by this mitzvah do the letters of the word go up and complain to Hashem? Ah, I'm being nullified. Such an insightful and simple answer given by Rav Saratskin, the Azayim Torah, given by others as well. Given by the Chafetz Chaim himself in source number seven, but we'll read it from the Azayim Latorah in source number six. He says, "Simple. Why is this Avera going up to Hashem? The Yeshlomar line seven. Shekals man mitzvazu. If there's any Jew in the world doing this mitzvah or not doing this Avera, it's okay. The mitzvah survives." If there's anybody who's back on Lashon Hara, Lashon Hara survives. If there's anybody out there that shakes a lulav or has kavanah during davening, tefillah survives. But this one's not going to survive. Why? Says Rav Saratskin. I'm sorry. As long as somebody's doing it. This mitzvah is only incumbent upon one person. It's a mitzvah of the king. There's only one king. 
if the king's not doing the mitzvah, nobody's doing the mitzvah. Only the king is mitzvah. There will always be kohanim, there will always be levim, there will always be men, there will always be women, there will always be people to... Uh, there's, always, there's always people doing all the mitzvahs. There's always be people stealing. Rachman al the mitzvah of There's always mitzvahs. But lo yarba lo nashim. Shlomo is the only king. And if he's not doing it, the yud goes up to Hashem and says, it's not fair. I'm being mevutal. L'fichach olsa yud shal yarba v'taynol f'neam akom sheshlomo mevatel osom Yisrael v'lamdu chazal otan v'lamdu chazal aderech eretz sheafilu oz katana dibra v'shem kal teva yarba v'kibit shi yirishona so what does Hashem answer him? That's a good question. There, he doesn't say that. Let there be a thousand shlomos, and you will not be mavuta. What's the answer? The Torah outlives any personal king. Even if one king is going to be mavatalit, there'll be another king who will be mekayimit. There'll be later kings. Some will be rishayim. You think Achav Hamelech was any was uh, any anywhere close to Shlomo? Achav and Menashe. Okay, but you have a Yoshiyahu. You have other tzaddikim later on, and you'll have a Melech Hamashiach. So that's Hashem's answer. Shlomo is one person in the line. But that was the taina, and that was the answer. Question one. The other question on the Medrash is, why the Yud? Okay, you can say it's the first letter of the word. But you could also say, lo yavalo susim, could have been the samach, lo nashim, the nun. Why dafka the Yud? Yarbe could have been lamid. Lo. Lo yarbe. Right? So the Yud is also in the middle of the phrase. Lo yarbe lo nashim. Lo yarbe. Should have been the lamid that went up. Why is it the yud? So now we go over to the chida. Source number seven. The Yalkut Torah quotes the chida. Chaim Yosi David Azulai. Right here on line seven. Source seven, line seven. Dik teku amafarshim. Adu adaf goes hayud should be yarbe. Mavar achida. Kikala heter ladavu shlomo lavav akal. A sharp thought. The whole heter that David and Shlomo were allowed to be kings of Israel was because of a Yud. They were from Moab. Amon and Moab. Right? Pasuk and Kisaytse, next week's Parsha. Amon and Moab are not allowed in. But what do we know that Allah is? Amoni. Velo Amonit. Moavi. Velo Moavit. So that little Yud saved David. If it just said, Lo Yavo Amon, Bikal Hashem, that's it. The whole nation's out. So this Yud is what saved David and Shlomo, what allowed them in, and now look what you're doing to me. That was Makatrik. Okay. Just related to that, the Yagdal Torah here, Kedarka Bakodesh and the Savior quotes a Hasidic thought that's found in various Svarim. Uh, Go to line seventeen. Kasa besif se tzadik. Isa besvar makdoshim. She eshlo kol echad miyisrael os betar akdosha. On a symbolic kabbalistic level, we all have our letter in the Torah. Right, six hundred thousand letters in the Torah. Six hundred Jews doesn't really work out the math, but the message is that every Jew has their letter. That's why some are makpid when they, when they are zochet to be at a, a ksiva sefer at the end. They want to write the letter that starts off their name. My name is Shalom. You want to start, write a shin. Right, that's, Avdafka, that's my letter. That's your letter. Right, any, anybody, everybody, all shin, all letters, Shmuel, Shalom, Shlomos, they're all shins? We don't know. 
But all we know is that this idea, Sheish Lakal Echad, Mi Yisrael Os Betarak Dosha. Samach Ribu Yisrael came in, you know, Siyas Akhlosha Kal Echad, Adisha Masik Nitzot Ochelo. What does that mean, his letter? It means his job, it means his tafkid. The symbol. We all have a job to do. We all have a tachlis in life. We have something to accomplish. As we know, we were born at a certain time. Already in Elul, we can already be speaking about our boim yom, kodem, within Yom Kippur. Yom Kippur is in 40 days. 40 days. We just started blowing shofar today. 40 days. So we know, Rav Cook says, on the, on, the pasik, on the phrase that we say in Yom Kippur davening, Elokai, before I was born, any I didn't have a purpose to fulfill in life. I wasn't supposed to be born in the days of Reb Kiva Eger because I didn't have a tachlus then. I wasn't supposed to be to be born in the days of the Rambam. any I wasn't supposed to be born there because I couldn't have fulfilled my personal, unique mission that Hashem has for me. I was born at the exact moment that I needed to be born. And the Kodesh Baruch Hu says, okay, be born now, and now you fulfill your potential now in our modern technological world. That's why we are here. On Yom Kippur we say, but we haven't done what we should have and could have done. But what's the, the illustration of that, of that pirush, of that line in the Shemona Esrei? It's that we all have a certain letter, a certain tafkit. So he says, the Yud may be Shlomo's letter. That's where the Yud went up, according to the Medrash. How was the Yud Shlomo's letter? Unclear. But either way, maybe that was the why Dafka the Yud. But either way, we have the first thought of the Chida, because that's what brought him into the fold. Okay, moving right along from the Parsha of the, of the Melech. And now we get into a story. A story which has, though, a very important message. Very important message for most of us. A lot of all different types of ideas tonight. Pasuk tells us, we discussed it last year, that it's a mitzvah saseh according to the Ramban. The Pasuk right before Hamishi. Perek Yudches, Pasuk Yudgimel, Tamim Tihiyeh Im Hashem Alokecha. Be Tamim with Hashem. What does that mean, Tamim? Tamim has different meanings in the Torah. Tam, Tamim, sometimes means the opposite of a Balmum. Right? A Balmum has a blemish and a carbon. That's Tamim, doesn't have a blemish. But Tamim in this context... As we know, the Ramban says, this is a mitzvah say daraisa. Tamim tiyeh means, don't try to figure out, go behind the scenes to figure out what's going to be in the future uh, using pathways that are not authorized by halacha. You have an ur mitumim? Okay, that's good. That's about it. You have a navi? Okay. Says Rashi. Let's read Rashi. Hisalechim obitzmimus. Follow Hashem with tmimus, v'titzapelo, and hope towards Him, v'lo tachdor achar ho'asidos, and don't try to figure out the future in some other ways. Elakom asher yavo alecha kabel b'tmimus. Whatever Hashem throws my way, kabel b'tmimus v'as tiyeh imo u'lechelko. And then you'll be with Him, you'll be with Him, and you'll be with, with His chela. Right? Whatever Hashem throws my way, the only thing in my control is how I react. I don't, I don't, uh, make the decisions in life. I just make the decisions as reactions. Based on this passage, this is a story in the Pnini Torah at the Rav from uh, Beersheva. He quotes a story about the stipler. Misupra al-Chasen Echa, line 4. There was a Chasen, Shekava, Mazotov, he got engaged. Yom Nisuav in Makilo found the, his Bashert, planning the wedding. 
everything is great and wonderful and everything's on track. Amnam. No Milo. Someone, irresponsibly, we might add. One of his relatives said, you know what? Why don't you just write down your name and the Kala's name and go to such and such Makubal, who lives in the, in the town over. Uberov tmi muso pana mi alechada makubal. Then he says like, okay, I should bodek tamid b'shemus umatza. And the makubal says, don't get married. Umatza she'ain benam hatama. You better call off the wedding. Upasak miyad levatel ashiduch yiloyala zivugam yafe. And now the chassan's in a bind. He's a regular guy. He maybe he shouldn't have gone, but now he went. Now what does he do? Hachasandanan, chashchu ha'oros ba'ado. Now he's he's in a state. Ukimat yatzumi daito. He's going crazy. Aroa mazalo. Shenefach yom simchas libo liyom churban beiso. Simchas libo. Now it's the day of a churban. Ubalav mechacham echad. He went to a rabbi and he says, Rabbi, what do I do? Hey shivlo miyad. He says, What's the problem? It's a pasuk in Shoftim. Tamim tiam. Hashem alokecha. Ve'lo anisig b'nistaros. Says Rabbi. Said, Don't worry about it. The Rebbe saw, though, that the, cha- the student was not, was still bothered. Libo nokfo, as we call it. Amnam osiv chacham va'amarlo. He says, you still, you still worried? Go talk to the stipler. Go talk to the stipler. Okay? Stipler wasn't nifter too long ago. Whatever the stipler says, he'll give you an answer. They wrote the whole story down on a paper. At this time, he was already hard of hearing. He couldn't hear so well. They wrote down the whole story on a piece of paper. And they give it to the stipler and they stand there. Mirov Kasa, he starts screaming like a lion out of anger. Vitsiro, he was a MS, he starts screaming. How could anybody say this? Visbate, Bolashonos, Kashem, Klapi, Amakubal, he starts screaming about the, at the Makubal. Shinosanotsa, Eitzel, Avatel, Asashiduch. That told him to be in Bavatel. Bamro, Maro, he wants him not to get married. And the more he kept reading, the angrier he got. Govar, Kaso, Vishagach, and Nichazub, Beso, the Stipless family. Maybe Rav Chaim Knievsky walked in. They said to the guests, you have to just go, that, go stand outside for a few minutes. you got to let the stipend calm down. They said, okay, we didn't want to get him upset. They listened 20 minutes until he finished the letter and started to calm down. He called them back inside. The stifler turned to the chassan and gave him a bracha. He said, I give you a lot of mazel and bracha. You should get married. And if the stifler says that, you don't have any more sveikas. No more sveikas. This is nonsense and foolishness. That's not where we look. It's not magic. We could ask a Rebbe for advice. 
We could ask a Rebbe for Hadracha. But to go to other forces, says the stipler, anything else would be a violation of Tamim Tiyam Hashem Right, this does not mean that we shouldn't do our, our medical checks before getting serious with a girl. That's of course, that's a mitzvah too. But this is doing Kabbalistic checks? That's not for us. Tamim Tiyam Hashem says the stifler. Very powerful story. Okay. Perek Yurches, Pasik Tezvav. Now we have a thought of Lumdis. But Lumdis for a Parshashir. Lumdis nonetheless. Next Pasik, the Psukim continue. Be Tamim, which leads right in. These nations that you are about to go into, Eretz Yisrael, El Ma'oninim Be'el Kosmim Yishmo. They are followed the Ma'onim, the Kosmim. We discussed this in the Mitzvah Shir. Those who want to listen on the OU.org website, we have all 613 Mitzvahs up. We spoke about what is Onain, what is Kosim, all different types of magic and, and dark forces. That's not for you. There's only one type of institution where you can go to to receive advice about the future, real advice about knowing the future, and that's a Navi. Navi mikir kamoni, yakim A Navi like me, from your brothers like me, he will, Hashem will lift up, a love tishma'un, to him you shall listen. That's it. A Navi. And the Torah continues. These two words, a love tishma'un, are counted as a mitzvah say doraisa. To listen to a navi emes. But before that, the Ramam describes at the end of Hilchim that the first stage is going to be a navi. There's going to be a tzaddik who learns a lot of Torah, who teaches Torah, who brings all Jews, many Jews, back and closer to Hashem. Then he, the Ramam says he's going to be Muchzak Moshiach, not Vadeh Moshiach. He's going to be Muchzak Moshiach. Then, if he defeats Amalek and builds the base of Mikdash, then he's Vadeh Moshiach. Okay, we haven't gotten there yet. We're still hoping for a Muchzak Moshiach. But it has to be a Tzadik and a Navi. So it's counted as a Mitzvah Zasei Daraisa. A love Tishmaun. If you look in the Chinuch, source number 9, Tavkuf Tezayin, Lishmoa El Navi HaEmes. Shenitz Tavinu Lishmoa Bekol Kal Navi Meha Naviim Bechom HaShayitzavenu We're commanded how do you know who's a Navi? So there are rules which we're not going to get into now, which the Rambam describes. He has to do certain simanim, and of course he has to be a tzaddik, a proven tzaddik. Even once he's proven to be a Navi, if he tells us to do something against the Torah, like Elio, Bahara Carmel, the Chulu, then we still listen to him, and we have a chiv to listen to the Navi. Once he is proven to be a Navi. Good. What is the punishment for someone who does not listen to a Navi? Skip down. Says the Sefer HaChinuch, V'noheges mitzvah zu b'zacharim u'minekevus, the mitzvah applies to men and to women, V'chalzman she'yimatzi navi be'beinenu. Whenever there is a navi amongst us, the mitzvah applies. V'yolver al-zeva lo yishma elav, whoever violates it does not listen to him, chayuv misa bidei shamayim. Misa bidei shamayim. K'mo shakasev, as the Pazak says, V'hayah ha'ish asher lo yishma el-dvarai, anochi edrosh me'imo. One of the few mitzvahs, that mitzvahs I say, one of the mitzvahs I say, Misab Shemai. A love Tishma'un. Ask the Minchas Chinuch an amazing question. An amazing question. Most questions of the Minchas Chinuch we could say are amazing, but this one is truly amazing. Truly amazing. Says the Minchas Chinuch. Okay, 
If I don't listen to a Navi, then I'm chayiv misa b'deshamayim. One second. Moshe Rabbeinu gave us the Torah. It's called, right, the Pasuk at the end of Nevi'im, Zichru Torah's Moshe Avdi. The Torah is called Al Shem Moshe. Ask the Minchas Chinuch, every time we don't do a mitzvah, why isn't that a violation of Nevi'im's Moshe Rabbeinu? And we should be chayiv misa b'deshamayim. That's the kasha of the Minchas Chinuch. What do you mean, only not to the Navi? Moshe Rabbeinu is the greatest Navi in the world. What, he's worse? Oh, every other Navi. But Moshe, no. If you don't listen to Moshe, it's okay. Ask the Minchas Chinuch, source number 10. Line, the third wide line. Hachanami, ko mitzvah zaseh Torah, she'ein bahem onesh, any mitzvah zaseh in the Torah that does not have a punishment. Ha'over al-divrei hanavi, adon hanavi'im, Moshe Rabbeinu, Allah v'shalom. If I don't put on tefillin, chas v'shalom, one day, I violated Moshe Rabbeinu's nevuah. Moshe Rabbeinu told us, you have to put on tefillin. Im kein, kol ha'over, chayav misa b'dei shamayim, machmesh ha'over al-divrei hanavi, he'nasin ve'en lavish, she'ein bahem maisa, every din, Every din in the Torah should be a violation of a love to Shmon. We have to listen to Moshe. You know there's an answer to this question, but you got to figure out, we have to figure out the answer. We needed the Minchas Chinuf to, to formulate the question for us. Why does the Torah have to go through any Onshim? Don't say any Onshim. Everything's Mishabedei the Lomar line 10. The Onesh who rock al Hanavim, Chutzmi Moshe Rabbeinu Alav Hashalom, Kemosha Kasev Navi Vagomer, a love Tishmaun, Vahaya Ishvagomer, Zedachuk. Why is Moshe any worse? He's the greatest Navi. The Own Matzinu line 12, Gabi Shol Hamelech Alav Hashalom, Shalosham Aladiri Shmuel Hanavi, Venenash. Right, Shol didn't listen to Shmuel and he was punished for it. The Husar Hamiha Malucha, right, he was removed from the Malucha. Why do you have to have a separate? Okay, not for now that question. That's the Minchas Chinuch's kasha. Two answers. Two answers to the question. First, the Minchas Chinuch's own answer, and then we'll have another answer of one of the Akron. The Minchas Chinuch's own answer, next page, on top. Al-Kain. Says the Minchas Chinuch, I'm going to limit this Isser in a very big way. Even though the Ramam does not mention this and the Chinuch doesn't mention this, I'm about to put a big limit on the mitzvah. You know what the answer of Elof Tishma'un is? If I, Lahachis, don't listen to the Navi, you think you're going to tell me what to do? I don't believe in your authority. I don't believe in your power to tell me what to do. That's the Aveira of Elof Tishma'un. If I just have a taiva, if a Navi tells me, don't eat this, and I eat it because I'm hungry, that's not a violation of Elof Tishma'un. No, it's only if I do it as a Maisamered, as a rebellious act. That's where it is. If I stop doing Aveira, if I don't do a mitzvah in the Torah because I don't believe in that mitzvah, I don't think Moshe Rabbeinu commanded that mitzvah, okay, then maybe it is a violation of Elof Tishma'un. But if I stop, don't do a mitzvah because I'm tired, I'm lazy, I have a taiva. So that's not included. I have a taiva. What Sholamelech, because everybody was leaving, he didn't want everybody to leave, and he gave the carbon too soon. So that's not, that's not a, a violation of Elof Tishma'un. 
similar, discussed this in the past and uh, various other times, to at the Rambam's Losasur. Every Daraisa, Darabanan is a Daraisa, but only if you do it um, as a Maisa Merit. Okay, not for now. Answer number one. But then there's another answer, which is maybe more straightforward. And that's an answer for the Mitzvah HaMelech, Rabbi Cement in source number 12, in his Sefer on the Sefer HaMitzvah, where he says, one second, the, Isser of Elav, the Mitzvah of Elav Tishmoin is to listen to a Navi. He proves it, but we're just going to do the Yisod. There's a difference, he says, between Torah's Moshe and Nevuas Moshe. Nevuas Moshe is where Moshe Rabbeinu tells us specifically to do something based on a Nevuah that he had. Do this. But Moshe Rabbeinu being dictated the Torah by Hashem and recording it, that's not called Nevuas Moshe. What does the Pasuk say? Zichru Torah's Moshe Avdi. He was Adon Hanevim, but the Torah is not his Nevuah. Ra'isi Liyashev. He quotes a major shocherto that even highlights this. Right? He spoke about even as a medrash to support him. But that's the pashtus. The pashtus is that, that not everything that the Torah is is nevuas Moshe. It's Torah's Moshe. But it's not Nebuah's motion. Okay, moving right along. So to squeeze in three more ideas. We continue in the parsha, and we have the, par- the section of the Mashuach Melchama giving chizuk to all of those in the battlefield. And the Torah tells us in Parachav, towards the end of the parsha now, a lot of mitzvahs in this parsha. Parachav, Pasikhas, Vyasu Ashotrim, after about the three Hatarim of the people who built a house and didn't get to live in it yet and got married, didn't get to live with his wife. And then it says, whoever scared should go home. So he shall not literally melt his brethren's hearts, like his heart. Somebody scared, don't share it. Don't show your your state to others, because that state spreads. Don't cause, the uncle says, don't break the hearts of your brothers. Don't break the hearts. The Ramban, on this passage, it's a one-line Ramban, I didn't give it to you because there's a one-line just quoted in the Shemana Tov, in Source 13. The Ramban quotes the Bahag, that this also is a mitzvah. It's a mitzvah's los, I say. Do not cause your friends to give up. That's the Yisr. Don't cause your friends to have Yesh. Don't cause your friends to give up. That's the Yisr on the battlefield. Says the Shem and Atov. Maybe we could take this to a non-battlefield context as well. We always, says the Shem and Atov, lane this in Elul, right? It's Motsoy Rosh Chodesh. Motsoy, right? The night after the first day of Elul. Yesh lahoyer line four. The Yesh lahzeh shaychusli made shuva shal Chodesh Elul. Dila olim karim parshazu biyamim eile. Why? You know what we, it's another Elul. And we think to ourselves, here we go again. How many times did I try to get better in this area? How, every year. Every year I'm going to do better in blank. Every year, it's been 12 months, and it's the same areas that I'm having trouble. Same areas. So forget it. And so many of us just don't want to start. 
But we just give up. We say the Kfar Avru Harbi Yimei Elu B'chayeyem. Ula Olam Chashvu Lashiv Bohem. Velo also be Adam. Right? How many Elul's have we been through? And we're still stuck. V'krak Batach Yikri Agam B'Shana. It's going to be the same thing this year too. Says the Shem If we have that attitude, and for sure, if we share that attitude, that's a violation of this Pasuk. V'lo Yimas Eslovav Echav Kilvavav. Don't cause others to have yesh. Right? Don't cause others. And by the way, if we give others hope, that'll affect us as well. The more machazik others, the more machazik ourselves. That's what it's about. And he calls the beautiful Chidushi Arim on the bottom. He says, Ani ludodi vidodi li. Elul. Demisha mevatel daito. Makabal of all mitzvahs. If I say, Ani ludodi. The more we have, if I'm to Hashem. Then, Vidodili, Hashem will be, Hashem will be with us. And he quotes Chlushi Arin, the decree in the Ksiv, the Pasuk we say, Ki hua son of Anachnu. He is our creator, Velo Anachnu. It's a Kree in Ksiv. What's the Velo Anachnu? Lamed Vav or Lamed Aleph. Velo Anachnu. If we're nothing, if we make ourselves as nothing, then Velo Anachnu, Lamed Vav, then we're to him. If we make ourselves into Lamed Aleph, then we'll become Lamed Vav to him, capital, capital H. That's what we have to realize. We have to make sure that we're Machazik, each other, Machazik ourselves, Velo Yimas, Ez Lavav Echav Kilvavo. We have to make sure that we don't cause others to have Yehush, and we don't cause ourselves. And we can go off each other, and Bez Hashem, look forward. Okay, last point on the Parsha, and then we will have an idea related to this time of year. All the way at the end of the parsha, we have the section of Egla Arufa, the anonymous corpse that's found, and the Zikne Ha'ir, some of the members of the Sanhedrin have to go measure, and the Zikne Ha'ir then say, they break the neck of the Egla, and they go through the ceremony, they wash their hands, Allah Egla, and they say, we didn't spill this blood. Wasn't our fault. Yadenu lo Says Chazal. Rashi quoted, do we really think that these are the murderers? We really think that the Zikni Ha'ir are the murderers? Right? The greatest rabbis who are doing this? No. We don't think they're murderers. Ella. But they might not have left him with protection. Says Rashi. Lo re'inu patrenu b'lamazonus b'olavaya. What they have to say is that if we would have seen him, we wouldn't have let him go out alone. We would have given him food. We would have given him Levaya. We would have accompanied him. So we didn't even do it unintentionally. Okay. If you look at the Darkei Musr, we're not going to read the whole thing, but it's very powerful. Rabbi Naiman. He starts off by quoting Rabbi Yon and the Shari Shuva, talking about Yodin Loshavchu. We didn't do it, and Chazal say it doesn't really mean Ritzicha. It means actions that cause Ritzicha, that might have led to Ritzicha. He starts off by quoting Rabbi Yon in the Shari Tshuva. Rabbi Yon's question. The Gemara tells us, Hamal if somebody embarrasses their friend in public, they lose their olam haba. Asks the Shari Tshuva, what an actual murderer? There's no chazal. Only hamal If I embarrass my friend, which is like murdering him, then I lose my olam haba. But if I actually murder, I do get olam haba. So the shari tshuva says yes. Why? No. Generally, if we embarrass somebody, we don't think it's so bad. 
We don't think it's such a, you know, it's such a terrible thing that we did. So we're not going to do tshuva on it. Ritzicha, Rachmano, Aslan, everybody realizes what that's about. That's Rabbeinu Yonah. The Daki Musar has a different shot. He says, no, of course not. If I'm Abba Bechamev Rabbi Meilo Chelek, so Ritzicha also Meilo Chelek. But why doesn't Chazal have to say that? Because what's the first step of a Rotzeach? What, somebody wakes up and is a murderer? No. There's so much that leads up. Little by little, by not being machsh of other people, by looking down at others, by not treating others with selam elokim, by not treating others as a human being, that's what leads to Ritzicha. So it starts with Mabab Nechaveros. You know what Chazal doesn't have to say Ritzicha? Because he for sure violated Mabab Nechaveros already beforehand. So of course Ritzicha. He already lost it. Doesn't have to lose it again. Shalochincho so karoyu magiyel matzav kazel yos Ritzicha. V'tchilu mis'achzer la'anoshim umbalba p'neyem. So he already lost it and he gives a pshad unbelievable. Right, we don't think of this question but it's such, a, such an obvious point. Turning the page for a minute. He says we all know the Rashi of Parshas Bracious. And Savior Bracious. Yaakov and Esav. It says Esav comes back and he was Ayef. And he was hungry. What is Ayef? Ayef means Ayef bin Ritzicha. He was out murdering. Ask the Daki Musar. He was a murderer. He was a known murderer. And Yitzchak Avinu still loved him. What, nobody ever went to tell Yitzchak that he was a murderer? It's impossible. If Yitzchak knew that he was a murderer, he wouldn't have loved him. So when Chazal say Ritzicha there, says the Darkei Musar, it must not mean Ritzicha. It must mean the steps leading up to what we will become. Ella, line 5, Esav asamaisim abizrayu shel Ritzicha, kemol mabah b'nechaveiro v'chadome, v'zehevi shadaras acharav, the later generation nasu, rotzchim shutim, zeyatzam ezav, zehaisa asiba, v'lachein niskavakol, and therefore he's, he's blamed for it all. Because he started the process. He started the process. And that's what we have to realize. That's the Egla Rufa. Because if they didn't send him with Leviah, that was the first step. If they would have been Machshiv, meaning they, they didn't do this wrong, but it had they known and not fulfilled this, that would reflect a lack of, hachsha, of Chashivus of a fellow human being, and therefore that would be the first step in a slippery slope which Rahman al-Aslan could lead to something terrible. The rest of the Darki Musa we're not going to read now, but he has very strong words about, and he wrote this a number of years ago, about, he says, the B'nai Shomri Torah Mitzvot. So a lot of times we look at ourselves and we get ourselves a pat on the back and we look at the non-Shomri Torah Mitzvot world and we look at them and we say, oh, Mashiach's going to come when, they, when they're Makurav. And he says the blame is ourselves. If we were to act a little higher, if we would have less fighting amongst the Orthodox Jews, amongst the very from Jews, he says, you know what kind of Kiddush Hashem that would cause them? Look how we're acting. You think anybody's going to become from because how we're acting? He's very charif. You can read his words in Source 15. The step to bring them all non-Shomri Torah Mitzvahs. You want to get them closer to Hashem? We have to work on ourselves. And we have to bring ourselves to a higher standard. And once we do that, maybe we could help. Okay, last thought for the evening. A thought from Elahim Moadai. Source number 10. Source number 16. Last page. Svardim starts saying slichas today. So even though many of us are not Svardim, we can still examine a line in the slichas. Okay? Lo v'chesed v'lo b'masim banu l'ufanecha k'dalim u'chorashim d'afaknu d'lasecha. We start knocking on Hashem's door. 
Right, we start blowing the shofar, Ladavid. But we don't come with much. We're come with we're like a poor person. So we'll just end tonight with a Dubna Magid mushal. Dubna Magid. Amalek Echad, a king was coming to visit one of his cities. His daughter, they, they shine the streets, they clean the streets, everybody, well, everything clean, amazing, all the hachanis. The king was coming. Finally, the king comes, they have a whole ceremony, and everybody stood there, and the king came with a lot of pomp and circumstance, and he stood on the beam, he stood on the, on the um, platform, and all of a sudden, one by one, gifts were brought. One of the chashuvim of the city brought a gorgeous goblet. A very expensive coin. And a very old you know, artifact. Everybody came little by little giving them these amazing things. All of a sudden, there was somebody that pushed his way onto the stage and he sees he's one of the poor people. One of the poor people of the city. He's up on stage. And all of a sudden... He says, he goes, he pushes his way in, and he gives, he gives the, the king a klicheres pashut, a little earthenware jug. The king says, what is this? What are you giving me? And the ani says on line 16, Ishani ani, I'm a poor man. I have nothing. I can't pay for anything. But for you, king, I saved up a couple of pennies. I caved up a little bit here, a little bit there, and I bought this kli for you. You should know, Mr. King. It's a more hush of gift than all the others. Can you see these other people here? Didn't affect their bottom line. Didn't affect their wallet. They gave, but they didn't lose. This little dinky gift that I'm giving you, I feel it. I feel the pinch. But that's why I wanted to give it to you. Kahu Gabanimshal says the Dubna Magid. We come to Akadish Baruchu. We don't have the mitzvahs that Rabbi Hager had. We don't have the mitzvahs that the Tzadikim of yesteryear had. Kedal Mucharashim Dafaknu Dulasecha. But Hashem, this is what we got. This is what we got. And we do it for you. Especially this time of year. We try to do it for you. We have a lot of things going on in our life. We're true dim kolayamim. Parnasamem shalasahakum rachmanulitzlan. So many people around the world, so much anti Semitism in the world. Rachmanulitzlan. Kreshbarachu, this is what we got. This is what we have. We still knock on your doors and we hope you accept our present. Kedalim ucharashim dafakum dulasech. Okay, we'll stop here, Hashem. We'll continue with the Elul Shiur and next week when we get to the Parsha with the most mitzvahs in the Torah. Parshas Kiseitse with its 74 mitzvahs. Okay, we'll stop here.